You're listening to Abstinence After Sex. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> My name is Bethany. I'm the host of Abstinence After Sex. And this is, I call, I call her Miss Nikki, honestly, <laughs> to be truthful. Um, but, so, Nashie Williams. Yes, Nashie Williams. Um, and she is a really wonderful woman. Like, I've known her basically all my life. Um, when you're around her, like, her spirit is really is happy. Her spirit, like, she makes you smile. <laughs> Even if you don't want to smile for that day, like, you literally do make me smile. Um, and so I just wanted you to come on here and just, like, just give your story about why you decided to be celibate, like why um, God put that on your heart. So I'm gonna just read the scripture okay. and then we can go ahead to it. All right, so um, the scripture that really convicted me, like for my own personal mm-hmm. thing, was um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, and then I'm also gonna skip down to verse. Um, verse 18 through 20 all right so um verse 12 says you you say i am allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you and even though i am allowed to do anything i must not become a slave to anything and then verse 18 it says run from sexual sin no other sin is so clearly no other sin so clearly affects the body than this than this one does for sexual immorality is a sin against your own body don't you realize that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself for god bought you at a high price so you must honor god with your body um when i read that i think the part like that really convicted me and like like, I was like you, like, I had sex with my boyfriend, and then, like, I felt some type of way. Like, I felt, like, guilty, and I think it was because, like, when the scripture says the Holy Spirit lives within me. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm hurting the Holy Spirit by not doing it God's way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things that, like, really, like, convicted me. And then the other part now for me is when it says that um, he bought you at a high price. Mm-hmm. I feel like we... One, I know that I had sex before marriage because I wasn't taught not like I was taught not to do it, but I wasn't taught why. Why? Yes. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that's exactly right. Um, it's and then it's like do what I say. But I come from a place where I mean, I, I was told that too. Um, but I, there was just some other factors. You know, there was I was broken in a lot of areas. You know, um, the way love was expressed to me in certain areas was sex so I didn't really know the value of it so I gave myself freely whether it was one person or two you know what I mean um and but I think we do that when we're not really taught the reason but today you know when the Lord changed my life I recognize I'm telling you automatically my worth and my life was no longer my own nor was my body it is not like that's where I'm at right now like just understanding like myself and my work as like just a single person like as a like just Mm -hmm. Bethany yes um not in a relationship but just like God created me 
whole and complete and it's nothing broken inside of me it's nothing inside of me like he created me in my mom's womb as like a whole person somebody that's worth that person like worth jesus dying on the cross yes. for. like jesus gave his life for us yeah and so i knew that once i got into a relationship god had already i knew god had made me whole i was whole <laughs> I, I am whole i wasn't I am whole. <laughs> so because a lot, and I say that because when we get into relationships and you know, we hear, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm half whole and mm -hmm. you get another half get whole. Then when we get together, then we're going to be whole together. No, God makes, you have to allow God to make you whole. And that comes from your relationship in him, mm -hmm. who he has made you to be. So I know for me, being in his word, um, you know, and believing, first of all, the Lord delivered me. The Lord changed me just like that. So I knew. I was like, hold up. You mean to tell me that the almighty God saw me, loved on me, all that I was, living my life as a homosexual woman, living my life any way that I wanted to? If it felt good to me, I did it. And always what feels good to you is just, it can be the the thing that's detrimental to you. And I didn't know that before. I just thought, you know, I was a good person. I did stuff for people. You know, I would get into these relationships and I would give my all. I'm not supposed to give my all to nobody but God. I was depleting myself. So today, you know, I'm in a relationship and it's wonderful. Um, I have someone who loves me for me and he recognizes, you know, um, who God is in my life and respects me. I'm grateful for that. I don't um, really want for anything. Um, I just, I remember praying and, you know, I said, Lord, I said, you know, whoever you bring into my life or whatever, I know that you are going to, you know, they're going to be tailor made for me. I said, and I just want them to treat me like a lady because <laughs> I'm a lady all day, you know. And that's the type of man that I had. Um, you know, he, he does. He treats me like a lady. He treats me the way, the high standard that I treat myself. And that's really what it is. We Sometimes we don't realize that we treat ourselves at a certain standard. So other people is going to treat us the way we treat ourselves. People let, people learn from you. Like Absolutely. how to treat you. They learn from like how you treat yourself. That's how they learn. I how didn't know that. I heard people say that, but you can hear somebody say it and still don't understand what it is, you know, that they're right. saying. But God has truly, um, is he still working on me? But the love that God has given me <coughs> is amazing. So I recognize that my body is worth more, um, you know, discipline. And it's, it's, it's such a discipline to... Like, it's you're not, not easy. It's like, not. it's not easy. Because you don't... Like, even if you, like... Like, you say that you're abstinent. You decide to be abstinent. Yeah. But the urges are still there. You still, like... Your partner is still as good to you. But like, absolutely. <laughs> it's okay. not, like, something that you can... Like, I'm learning every day. Like, it's not something I can do by myself. Yes. Like, I can... And we can't. Like, I can try my hardest, but I need to... Like, God has to help me in order for me to, like, actually stick with it. His word. Yeah. That his, the power of his word is so real. I would have never, honest to goodness, I would have never thought 
then I will be able to um, live my life like this, like sex isn't on my brain, you know what I mean? Not saying, you know, that I could like live without it before, but listen, it was important. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, it was very important. And it's not that it's not important now, but God is the most important thing in my life now. And so um, I had to make a decision. One, I just didn't want to keep feeling like I was disappointing my father. And I knew that I owed him more. And I owe myself more. And I know that if I'm obedient, then my reward is greater. And that's really what it is. I, you know, um, I just try to read. Um, in your relationship with God, he will give you, he will sustain you, he will, because there's a lot of times, listen, I don't even think about it, and it's the truth, I don't, I don't think about it nearly as much as you would think that I would, but God's word does that for me, God's word gives me the ecstasy, can I just, I'm telling you, it, I would have never thought in a million years that I would be able to say this, I never thought that, but that's what it is, that's what it is, and it feels amazing, he's amazing, he is amazing. He has, he gives me a high that I cannot even really explain. <laughs> he really does. Um, I don't know, you know, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it can be a challenge, you know, in my relationship. But what I'm grateful for is the partner that I have. He is developing, you know, more and more his relationship with God. And he loves me enough that he recognizes something greater in this relationship than sex. So, like... I can't, I, you know, I can't, like, speak for him fully, but I can tell you that, you know, um, you know, that, that he recognizes, you know, what's important. You know, and it's not always easy, you know, it's, it's you know, I love him, and, um, you know, he treats me well, and, you know, when you, with somebody who treats you good, you want to, you know, yeah. you you want to make them feel good too. You want to express your love to them too. You know what I mean? But God's way is just the best way. It, it just really is. Even when we, even if we are intimate, that still is disobedience. It's being disobedient. When you're not married and you have sex, it's disobedience. Because he says not to. What steps did you take, like, like, what daily steps do you take to, like, I guess, stay obedient? Is like reading the word. Is that? Yep. That's, that's really that's that. Yes. That is really that's really what it is, and you know, just asking the Lord, and then there, you know, when the word says, you know, that He will give you a way of escape, He really will. Mm -hmm. He really sometimes comes in some strange ways, <laughs> <laughs> but listen. He will. His word is really what what sustains me, and um, it fills you. His His word really does fill you up mm -hmm. if you allow it to. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I just try to. You know, and then there's just other avenues. You know, a lot of times, you know, in relationships, we have sex mm -hmm. when 
we should be talking. Exactly. We have we have to fix, mend the like and, to fix up problems and stuff. And it overshadows a lot of things that we're supposed to be looking at. Yeah. Where you come from? Who your back? What's your background? You know who your mother is? Who is your who's your mother? Yeah. Who's your father? You know like, what I mean? Do, you do the things that you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Because if you don't like, if you don't talk about the actual problem, then it just festers. It's like mold, basically. Like it just and sometimes we don't recognize there's a problem because we're so busy doing other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, feeding our flesh. Mm-hmm. Feeding our flesh is what gets us in trouble. That's it. It just that's what it is. You know sex, food, you know, the things that we see, the things, you know, all of those things playing the part in, excuse me, I just, for me, I just, I've just, I've discovered a whole new life and it absolutely feels good. Um, It's not easy. I can't, I won't say that it's easy, but not always hard either. I'm sorry. I just, you know, for me, it's just not always hard. So how did you get to that because I know, like when you first started, like conviction, for me, conviction, conviction, mainly, and being convicted. When you when you read the word and when you hear the word, it has to make it, it has to resonate. Where's the change coming in? I want Lord. I, I just want to please the Lord in every way. I really do. I really want to please the Lord. He is. Um, he's amazing. You know, he's like he's amazing. And why wouldn't I want to please the person that I love so much? You know what I mean? Again, my first, um, my relationship with God is what's first. Over top of everything. Over my relationship with my fiance. Over the relationship that I have with my son. God is the head of my life. And so for me, I think that's what, what helps. You know, I'm not perfect. You know, I don't always do things the right way. Or, you know... Or the times that I should, but I tried my best to um, be obedient. And sometimes, a lot of times, this um, you know, being obedient, being obedient causes people to look at you side eye, mm-hmm. you know, and make you feel like you're like the only one. Absolutely, absolutely. Or you know, you could do it, or it's only a little bit, yeah. or you know, you know. That's commercial. how I am right now, like with my friends. I'm like, girl, if you don't just. It's not gonna hurt you and stuff, but like, even though everybody else is telling me like I can just do it and stuff, like yeah. I feel in my heart like I know, you know what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do. Like I know, like even when people tell me it's okay, even when the world tells me it's okay, like yes. that's my boyfriend. It's okay. It's that's your the thing. It's like, so it's it, that the world makes it seem like it's okay. It's okay to express yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, have your boyfriend over here and have your other boyfriend over here. They just, it's, it's just the world, it's the, it's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Society is fitting a whole bunch of stuff in, is placing us so much into our faces um, because they want it to seem normal. Yeah. It's not. The basics well, of I think own. it is normal. It's just not God's is, right. way. It's becoming normal. Right. It's not absolutely. It's not normal in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. It's biblically. It's not. Normal. Yeah. You know. Um, you know. It's a. Uh, it's a lot going on, but we just have to stay in the word. For those who 
know what the word says. We have to stay in the word. We have to we have to keep cultivating, you know, our relationship. And you know, it's just uh, we have to just be true to what we know is, you know, what God says, and that's it. So how how would you speak to um, Denisha that did not like she didn't feel convicted? Like, what would you say to her back then to like? I guess get her on the path to seeing things God way. Like, girl, you don't know what you missing. <laughs> you thought she was being pleased and fulfilled. Then come on over this side, cause God got some stuff for us. He really does. He let me tell you something about God. He is a an amazing father. He will sustain you. He will give you peace. He will tell you he, be he um, you're beautiful. He tells me I'm beautiful all the time. I'm his beloved, okay? <laughs> he will. You know, he encourages. He encourages us. He motivates. He, um, he just makes me feel, for me, he makes me feel honestly like I'm the only one. And I am because of our relationship. I am the only one. You know, I know that, you know, he's omniscient and he's everywhere and all of those things. But God, what he what he gives me is absolutely amazing amazing. And let me just say, he is better than any I know somebody probably gonna look at me crazy when I'm about to say. He is better than any orgasm I have ever had. That's the truth. He will fill you like nobody else will fill you. He will make you feel on top of the world. I did not know how amazing this was or would be. I had not one clue. But God's love is so strong and it's so powerful. And it's just like... It's, it's like nothing you would have, will ever experience. But it only comes from your relationship with him. Mm -hmm. It really will. His word is everything. It, I'm telling you, his word is it for me. His word is everything. And he just does it for me. You know, listen, I don't have to go out looking for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because, and you know what? Those things that we're looking for, because most times we're looking for something. For something to fill that hole, but only God can fill it. I'm done looking. Yeah. I'm done searching. How they say the buck stop here. <laughs> the buck stops here. I'm, I'm only telling you the truth. I'm done searching. I don't have to look anymore. Everything that I was searching for or was looking for, I got it. I got it. So what would you say to the person that's single? Like the person that's like they know. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. <coughs> like they decided like they're going to be. Because um, right now what I with like God is talking to me like I'm, I'm in a relationship but I'm still single like I'm st until mm -hmm. I'm married I'm still single and it's just allowing me to just be in that relationship with God and like enjoy it yes. and like um like just 
basically have a relate the relationship that I would have, my earthly relationship. Yes. Basically, I'm trying to have that with God, trying to have that intimacy with God, trying to talk to Him every day, wanting to talk to Him every day, wanting like how we be on the phone and stuff, like wanting to go to Him when something goes wrong. Yeah. Go to him when Isn't there something when you find that you go to Him more than you? Like, well, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Or can you give me some direction about that? Mm-hmm. Like, you, we really can talk to Him about any of that. He wants us to anyway. He wants to be involved in every first of all, he already know anyway. But <laughs> he, he wants, wants us to, to bring it to it. Absolutely. Like it's like like I guess like a parent, like you know what your child did, but you want them to tell you like what what they did. Like you want them to feel comfortable to like bring it to you. Yep. And not just you have to basically catch them. Yes. And that's what it is. It's like he wants us to like And no matter how big, how crazy it sounds, how you know, silly it may seem, you something you didn't cry about. What I love is how God cares about our every need. His word says that every tear, you know, every te- all every tear is accounted for. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what scripture that is, but he, oh, like, it's, it's, it was saying, like, every tear is remembered. What? Every tear, you know, you know I'm a crybaby now. <laughs> I'm a crybaby. I'm a crybaby now. <laughs> I've never cried so much in my life, but it's just because of, you know, um, the powerfulness, you know, of God and his presence in my life. It just makes me tear up. But um, I just think that's amazing. Like, he cares about what I care about. Whether it's, you know, the smallest the smallest thing or the greatest thing. Um, and what I love is when I bring certain things to him and he and he gives me an answer. Like, I'm here. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like it. But what I would tell those who are single, I would say enjoy being single. Enjoy being single. Enjoy being who you are. Enjoy being who God is creating you to be. Mm-hmm. Know who you are in God first. That I feel like the stage of singleness is like we're always wanting to be married, but we don't enjoy like well, I never, the state. That wasn't what I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. But I feel that. like a lot of people, yes. especially if you aren't like in, if especially if you don't have that relationship with God, yes. like you go to church, but it's not like mm-hmm. like it's not like a relationship. It's routine. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like you're looking for the be- the next best thing instead of enjoying like what is. Yeah. Like instead of like finding joy in what is. Mm-hmm. And being still in God. Being being still in him. What is it? What is he doing in you at the moment? Because we we have so many imperfections. We you know, most times we think we're okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know what I mean? But are we paying attention to those prideful things? You know, those things that's in our heart. What, did, what does God say about your heart? What does God say as a woman? Because we carry a lot. We carry a lot of things. We carry a lot of baggage. We carry a lot of burdens. You know, all of those things, you know. And then we carry on generational things. Mm-hmm. We carry on, you know, those things of our mother and our father. You know, all of those things. And then we, like, get into these relationships. And then we get stuck. Because we think that, that our happiness is going to be in that relationship. Yeah. We're trying to find those, trying to find 
somebody else to fill those voids when God fills those voids. And some things I believe that I just feel like that he won't fill because those are the areas where you he wants you to keep coming to him for. You know, and I think that's what did it for me. Um, I just, I just didn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, I want to be obedient to God, you know, in that area. In the area that has caused me so much pain, I didn't realize that it caused me pain. So now, he's showing me how to use my body in a different way. Use your body to get on your knees and pray. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that's the truth. Use your body um, the way I say use it. You know, be a purity. You know, um, don't just do anything. You know, I'm still learning certain things about eating. <laughs> you know, but we just can't let, because when we allow, when we give our bodies to other people, their spirit is entwined with ours. We don't really know who we're getting. We don't really know who we're allowing to enter into our body. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is real. Like soul ties. Yes, those those things are real. Like the things that, like, because it's not just us, like, especially with me. Like, I know, like, just being me, like, my grandmother suffers from depression and stuff. So whoever I'm intimate with, they're, that's transferring over to them, whether they want it or not. Like, the good and the bad. So it's like just understanding like who like what are you tying yourself to because it's more than just a physical thing it's a spiritual thing it's an emotional thing it's like everything i remember before a little bit before Derek and i got together um this guy that liked me um you know we would you know he would take me out sometime or whatever and, but I never like really spent like a whole bunch of time with him because that's really not where I was at. You know, my my main focus was, you know, just going to work. And I was, I'm just, you know, excited about, you know, who God is and what he wants and, you know, getting into my own thing. And I just remember, you know, we would go off sometime and this one particular night, um, it was in the evening time and it was early and he was like, um, you know, won't you come around and, um, you know, we could chill for a little bit or whatever. And at first, I was like, okay. I was like, you know, it's only around a corner, you know, like not too far or whatever. You know, I'll come or whatever. I thought about it. I said, I am not going. And I called him and I said, you know, I'm going to have to decline. You know, I don't really feel. And I was honest. I said, I don't feel comfortable with being, you know, being at your house. Oh, no, you know, we're not going. I said, I I hear you. I said, but that's not just something I'm going to do. Um, you know, he respected it or whatever. And I'll just remember, like, and then we were getting, like, little, not arguments, but, like, little debates, debates. Because he didn't really, then I found out, you know, he didn't really believe, you know, the way I believe. And I remember I was in, at my job, and we had, like, a bar area, and I was sitting there, and I was reading. And, it's the, and I opened the Bible, and it was, like, this devotion. And it said, um, why? Are you dancing with the devil? <laughs> so, I ended it with that guy. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you, you in your relationship, you recognize when God is talking to you. Mm-hmm. You immediately know what he's talking about. 
you your thought will go right there. Right to the thing that he's talking about. So it's that's just why. whether or not if you're gonna listen to it. Absolutely. And I don't have time. Cause I remember there was a time, you know, when the Lord said, and I kept asking him, I was supposed to go somewhere, and um and I said, Lord, I just really don't know if you if I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. This was like a little bit after he, you know, changed my life. And I said, I don't know if I, I, you know, I'm supposed to go. Now, all week I was battling with it because I really didn't know. And it was on a Friday and I was ironing. And I slammed the iron and I said, Lord, I need for you to tell me. So I got to read in my, I was reading the Bible. And it was an article or something in this other book that fell or something. I opened it and it said, obey me or else. (laughs) I didn't go. I said, oh, listen, I was supposed to catch that, honest to goodness, I was supposed to catch a flight to Atlanta that Saturday. I started questioning and asking God that Monday. Wednesday, I was on the fence. Friday, I said, oh, I ain't going. (laughs) Obey me or else. I wasn't trying to find out what the or else was. You know, but that, you know, and I, and those that or else remind, just replays sometimes. I don't want to be disobedient when it comes to, you know, in that area mm-hmm. of celibacy, I, you know, of, of being celibate. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, you know, overall, I'm okay with it because that's the best, that's, it's the best choice. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy the person who's single. Enjoy yourself. Find out who it is that um, God is trying to cultivate you to be. It's nothing with going out and, you know, dating or whatever. But you still have to be selective in who you're dating. And I, I still say, you know, even though you're single, I mean, I wouldn't advise to date a whole bunch of people. Not a whole bunch of people. I mean, first of all, that's too much time. You really could be um, sitting before the Lord and trying to figure out what it is, who is it that he wants in your life? What is he trying to do with you? And I believe that, um, I don't know exactly where it is, but I know that, you know, the scriptures talked about, um, you know, like if you're single, you know, develop your relationship in him. You know what I mean? Develop your relationship in him and he will, he will, he will guide you where you're supposed to go. You know what I mean? If it's somebody that you desire and it, and this word says he who finds a, he who finds a wife, finds a good thing that means you don't we don't have to go out looking we don't he will find us he will recognize us i was watching this video and it was like um she talked about like he who finds a wife and um she was saying like how the words in the bible are the words for a reason like he didn't find just a woman like he found a wife and she was explaining like how we have to be a wife to christ first yep and i'm learning then you know we can be a wife to somebody Mm -hmm. else like and it also talks about like how the the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord like our steps should also be ordered by the lord because like they're not a a man of god is not going to find a regular woman he's going to find a woman of god he's going to find a wife so it's just just being just being a wife to Christ basically yeah. like just following like falling in love with him like and that, oh that that was that's it i that that is it that um i can really say 
that the relationship that I have with God is passionate. It's nothing like having passion for somebody. You know, you want to just do everything with them. You want to, you know, like today, I hear love songs. I think about the Lord. I think about the Lord. I really do. I really do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't have a problem with that because he is the head of my life. And um, he make all things good. And I know that if he's the head of my life and I'm and when we're obedient, he we we get a, a great reward. We just do. I already know I'm gonna spend time with them in heaven. But listen, I want to reap some stuff down here too. Like, yeah. You know, I'm here, and you know, every day he allows us to live. It's just another opportunity to find something great that he wants me to do, or he wants for us. Because I say that all the time. I be like, Lord, we want us to go today. We want me to go so we can spend some time together. But we have to do that. It may sound crazy to some folks, but listen, God wants our time. And he will guide us through this whole celibacy thing. He really will. He will motivate and he, his, his word. I mean, again, we waste so much time trying to feed our flesh that we don't recognize what our spirit needs. Our spirit man is starving. And that's the, the, with the scripture I read, like, the Holy Spirit does live inside you. Like, he needs the word of God to survive. Like, he needs it. It's not a want. It's, like, what we need, what the Holy Spirit needs in order to, to thrive. Yeah. So, you know, I just think I'm, it's, it's a great place to be. It's not so much, like I said, it's not always easy, mm -hmm. but it's not always hard either. Can do it you can you can do Absolutely. it <laughs> I did not think that I would be um, you know in this place being full and filled um, it's just that I, I sometimes it's just really hard to explain but there's nothing like the relationship with God because he will fill every need, every desire that you think you need from somebody else. He already He knows exactly what we need better than anybody does. Yeah. So. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for Thank you for watching. Um, I really hope that you got, I, I know I got something out of it. But I really just hope that you, if you feel convicted, just listen to the conviction. Like, just being obedient, it feels like it's going to be hard. It sounds like it's going to be hard. But once you do it the first time, it's like, yep. like you just keep going. Um, and it's important to stay in the Word. Um, that's the only thing. That's, that's your driving force. Yeah. That is what will lead you. That is what will guide you. That that. His word will comfort you because you need comfort. And, you know, we like to feel somebody hold, you know, hold us. We, we want to feel somebody holding us. Yeah, that's my love language. I talk to them all about, like, love languages. My love language is touch. So. But God will, he will do that. Mm -hmm. He will. He will, listen, he will touch you in places you didn't even know that you needed to touch. <laughs> he will. You know, so I just, I pray that um, somebody is touched. I pray that somebody is healed. I pray that somebody's heart is penetrated and who would step out on faith and give God their all because he is so worthy of it. <laughs>
It really is. <laughs>